Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. No, Gavin. I am not socially isolated because I have no friends. People like me. Some people. Ass. The following podcast contains... Wait. Are you saying what I think you're saying? What did you just say? Is that allowed? Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you decided to take that dream Disney cruise now, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, March 13th. Twenty twenty boomer doomer edition of the show where we talk about all the Fox News viewers deciding they are done with living now. Stay tuned. What the hell are you thinking? Podcast is brought to you by Bacardi One Fifty One. It's back, and it wants you to know that it will definitely kill coronavirus. Bacardi 151, it's more than just 75.5% pure alcohol that will make every evening a Bacardi evening. It's also strong enough to kill any virus from Corona to Ebola. We're not saying Bacardi 151 will cure it, but you're saying it will definitely kill it and any chance you have of having a useful, productive life. We're bringing back the beast just in time to save the world. Bacardi 151, savor the flavor responsibly. Warning, Bacardi 151 is 7.5% pure grain alcohol. Do not drink near open flames. Do not consume 151 straight from the bottle. May cause blindness, total loss of bladder and bowel control, and may lead to going home with a one-eyed stripper with an active skin disease and a hacking cough. Consult your mixologist in details. Here's what the Encyclopedia Galactica has to say about alcohol. It says that alcohol is a colorless, volatile liquid formed by the fermentation of sugars and also notes its intoxicating effect on certain carbon-based life forms. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy also mentions alcohol. It says that the best drink in existence is the Pan-Galactic Gargle Blaster, the effect of which is like having your brain smashed out with a slice of lemon, wrapped round a large gold brick. The guide also tells you on which planets the best Pan-Galactic Gargle Blasters are mixed, how much you can expect to pay for one, and what voluntary organizations exist to help you rehabilitate. Oh, like most of you growing up, I was always having an adult tell me not to do things I wanted to do because, I don't know, they were dangerous. I mean, all I needed was to get these scissors from one side of the house to the other as fast as fucking possible. And now I've got some adult shrieking at me at the top of their voice. What the hell do you think you're doing? Or 
how I'm just minding my own business, trotting along with a jar full of flammable liquids and a book of matches, and out of nowhere, some adult type shows up as if by magic, demanding that I explain myself. And I look at them and I'm like, look, as a kid, I have no sense of my own mortality, and clearly I am doing an incredibly foolish and downright dangerous thing because... This is going to be fucking fun. Now, when I got a little older, my idea of fun grew more expansive, and still there was some authority figure who was there to just fucking totally ruin my night, man. Like the night my friends and I learned about these drinks that were called Flaming Dr. Peppers. That sounds dangerous. Oh, they totally were. I mean, you see, you take half a beer in a frosty mug, you pour a shot of root beer schnapps, and you layer it with a shot of Bacardi 151. Then you light the Bacardi on fire and drop the whole thing into the mug and slam it down as fast as you can. And it tastes exactly like drinking a Dr. Pepper. And it also makes you so shit-faced that later on that night, you will think you can take a shit on the hood of a police car and no one will care. It also has the side effect of making you so drunk that you can't run away very fast when the cop chases you down for shitting on the hood of their car while they were trying to drive. Fucking adults, man. Such a buzzkill. Which is why I am not at all happy to have to do tonight's show because it appears I have to be an adult. That doesn't sound right. No, it does not. A guy who once tried to take a shit on a moving cop car should never be the voice of reason and responsibility. Because on Thursday, the Washington Post ran an article about boomers in Florida who are being pretty blasé about facing the virus for a group of people that once believed Satanist pedophiles were indoctrinating their children via a game with elves in it. Quote, At her home in the villages of sprawling Central Florida retirement community that overlaps three counties, Alicia Prisbolitz still greets her neighbors with a big smile and an outstretched hand. I'm a handshaker, and I think I'll always be a handshaker and a hugger, the 64-year-old said. Worries about the coronavirus aren't going to stop that. It seems that it's been blown out of proportion. Not far away, at a house in the same community, Judy Neiman, 66, said that attitude is alarming. We don't know how this is going to spread in this community, she said. We're all older here. This place is full of people who can go on cruises all the time. They go on safaris, and I don't see them curtailing their activities as much as I would. Mom, what the fuck? Now, if you are at all aware of the harsh realities of our shitty new world, the COVID-19 disease is, a, is loose and our government is doing about as well as you might expect it to be doing when helmed by a mentally deficient narcissist whose only real skill is bankruptcy. And since there are no tests, no one really knows who does or doesn't have the disease. And we also know that if you're going to die from COVID-19, you're probably going to be over the age of 60. Ergo, people older than 60 probably shouldn't be doing things like, I don't know, shaking hands or hugging or taking a fucking cruise on a fucking floating Petri dish. That seems reasonable. Yet, according to the Post again, quote, on Wednesday night, as President Trump was announcing a travel ban from Europe to the United States, hundreds of residents at the villages freely roamed the sprawling property. Partygoers danced to live music, presented nightly, ignoring the warnings of the CDCs to practice social distancing remaining out of the congregate settings, avoiding mass gatherings, and maintaining a distance of about six feet to guard against infection. We're living the last third of our lives, said Sal Gentile, 70, who wrote in response to a Washington Post inquiry, we're bolder, not older. Time to be mindful. Time to take a deep breath and enjoy life. We worked many decades to now have the privilege of being older. Yep, I have a pacemaker and a recent fusion. 
However, my love for quality of life is more important to me than being rattled by a TV station. Jesus, Dad. When her book club canceled its cruise to the Western Caribbean, Bruce Billowitz was a little miffed. For me, that would have just extended my vacation, she said. As long as someone was feeding me and changing my bed, I'd be fine. She said she thinks the ships are sanitized and safe. There's no reason we can't go, she said. People are too worried. The flu has killed more people than the coronavirus, and people haven't been as concerned over the flu, unquote. But Mom, none of that is true. The same generation of Americans that spent the last 40 years telling us to wear a jacket or we will catch cold, even though that's not how that works, is now saying that an actual pandemic disease that kills people just like them is not that big of a deal. Why, it might even be some kind of hoax made up by the demon rats to discredit the orange child god. Where'd you ever get an idea like that? Oh, you know, places... You know, it, it's it's just strange to me how so many are overreacting. The H1N1 virus in 2009 killed 17,000 people. It was the flu also, I think. And there was not the same hype. It was, uh, you just didn't see it on the news 24-7. And it makes you wonder if there's a political reason for that. It's, it's uh, you know, impeachment didn't work and, and the Mueller report didn't work and, and Article 25 didn't work, and so maybe now this is their their next uh, their next attempt to get Trump. But but I had a uh, the owner of a restaurant asked me last night. He said, "You remember the North Korean leader promised a Christmas present for for America back in, back in December? Could it be they got together with China and this is that present? I don't know, but but it really is something strange going on. Uh, well, uh, yeah." Yeah, that was fuckwit Jerry Falwell Jr. on Fox and Friends on the Boomer News Network, and it has decided, Fox has, that apparently it just wants to kill off his viewers by just out and out telling them not to worry about this whole, quote, China virus, unquote, thing. Isn't that a little racist? Oh, it's a lot racist, and that's part of the charm of the Fox News talking shit for brains. Fox is not only performing journalistic malfeasance at a time of what should be a national emergency, <laughs> President Fox for Brains only finally rally got her declaring one today, but it is literally performing an act of malicious disinformation that will cost people their fucking lives. This is yet another attempt to impeach the president. And sadly, it seems they care very little for any of the destruction they are leaving in their wake. Part of this has become so politicized. Anything to attack President Trump. It's the Trump virus. Are they just looking for any and every way possible to bash President Trump? They are actively cherry-picking facts to portray the virus as less deadly than it actually is. They are openly lying about its infectiousness, and they are blatantly spreading conspiracy theories on its origin. Why would they do that? Because they are evil and stupid. What is wild is Fox News, the company, is taking the situation seriously. From a Friday article in the Daily Beast, quote, In a Thursday memo to staff obtained by the Daily Beast, Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott and network president Jay Wallace warned employees about the risk of COVID-19 and announced steps the network would take to combat its spread, including telecommuting, reducing in-studio guest bookings, and enhanced coffee cleanings. Fox News brass also emphasized the channel's duty to keep viewers informed with accurate information underscoring the seriousness of the unfolding epidemiological situation. Quote, 
Please keep in mind that viewers rely on us to stay informed during a crisis of this magnitude, and we are providing the important public service to our audience by function as a resource for all Americans, unquote, the memo said. While the memo called on employees to keep in mind that viewers trust the network to keep them formed in a time of growing crisis, many of Fox News' most prominent personalities and hosts have repeatedly downplayed and minimized the risk posed by the virus that has already killed dozens of Americans and more than 4,000 people worldwide, unquote. This is, this is crazy. According to a 2019 study, the median age of Fox News viewers is 65 years old. And according to the latest statistics, the mortality rate jumps from COVID-19 from 1.3% at 50 to 59 to 4.6% at 60 to 69. Nice. Nice. No, Gavin, not now. Totally inappropriate. And if I'm saying it, you know that must be true. See, I am becoming the adult in the room. And from 70 to 79, it jumps to 9.8%. And at 80 and over, the mortality rate is at 18%. That is not nice. No, not in the least. I'm not in marketing because I have a soul, but it seems to me a layman podcaster that killing off your viewers is not, uh, I don't know, optimal from the perspective of uh, from a perspective of a successful television network i mean have i fantasized about a world where fox news watchers suddenly cease to exist i'm not going to lie i have but it was always some kind of religious rapture scenario where one day they would all just vanish to their happy place their white religiously intolerant and unpleasantly warm happy place because all old people always have the fucking teat turned up kind of happy place I certainly don't think that we should kill them, but apparently Fox News does. And I say that because I want to be clear. I am not wishing, indicating, suggesting, implying, advocating, alluding, or in any way sitting here with my fingers crossed, eyes screwed shut, saying, please, 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 any harm come to the Fox Watcher in chief who refuses to get tested so much or even isolate himself after his fascist fuck buddy, the president of Brazil's press secretary, was oozing the virus all over Mar-a-Lago last weekend. That can't be good. From an article in New York Magazine on Friday, quote, a top aide to Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro tested positive for coronavirus. During Bolsonaro's visit at Florida, Florida last week, that aide had met with Trump and Republican Senator Rick Scott, among other U.S. officials. In light of his exposure to the uninfected individual, Scott decided to quarantine himself. Trump not only declined to take that measure, but told reporters that he had no plans to so much as take a test for the virus. On Friday morning, Brazilian newspapers reported that Bolsonaro himself had tested positive for coronavirus. The leader's son confirmed those reports in an interview with Fox News. Hours later, though, Bolsonaro announced that he had tested negative and his son changed his story. Notably, Trump had even closer contact with his Brazilian fascist counterpart, I inserted the fascist word, not New York Magazine, than he did with Bolsonaro's aide, unquote. During a knob-slobbing, sycophantic press conference on the White House lawn today, Trump indicated to after complete harassment by a very good korean reporter yes i'll guess i'll take the test if i get around to it so you probably shouldn't expect him to take the test you can't expect him to quarantine because this is the guy that has fucking said that he would release his tax returns and he didn't fuck a porn star and pay a fucking hundred thirty thousand dollars for her to keep quiet about it so don't you know hold your breath 
or maybe Don should and everyone around him because clearly he's infecting everyone around him because Donnie is 73 years old. You know, the slice population with that 9.8% that's mortality rate. And he was dick to butt with President Bolsonaro of Brazil, who, again, was reported to have tested positive. Though as fast as you're going to fash, the report was later retracted, even though his kid confirmed the story and later retracted it, presumably at gunpoint. But Bolsonaro's press secretary, who's featured in a photo beaming with the fuckwit in chief and attended John Junior's, John Don Jr.'s fuck friend, fox fuck friend birthday party, he definitely has the virus. Others who were there are in quarantine, but Donnie refuses to do so much as he would be tested and continues to meet with his staff, who must be thrilled to be at his virus-laden beck and call. And most of his staff are also over 65. Mike Pence, sadly, is only 60, but he has his virus problems too. And again, I don't want to wish ill on anyone where anyone can hear me, but if the president and the vice president were to come down with disease and God forbid something happened to them. Well, let's just say Nancy Pelosi should be protected at all costs and only meet with them on the phone. Nancy, what about Nancy? Because Fox News is trying to kill the president, which is in fucking ultimate in irony, and she's third in line. Maybe I'm being harsh on the boomers. I mean, after all, this generation lived through the civil rights era, the Vietnam War. They dropped acid in the 60s and did God knows how much cocaine in the 80s. And now they find themselves facing a little virus to, to that where their way of thinking couldn't possibly be as bad as all that. I mean, they're in their 70s now. It's time to live a little, right? Don't be so uptight. Take some vitamin C. It'll be fine. Only, you know, this is a group of people that were at ground fucking zero for the AIDS epidemic. Well, not these people because these are straight white people, but they were certainly aware of it. And that these days, these days, the same people that were at ground zero at the AIDS epidemic, according to the Centers for Disease Control, the numbers of cases of gonorrhea rose 164% among Americans 55 and older between 2014 and 2018, while cases of chlamydia rose 86%. Syphilis was up by 120% in this population. Ugh, old people's sex is disgusting. If they won't wear a Jimmy hat, they are not going to take a coronavirus seriously. No matter how much their kids try to convince them that it is a serious thing and they could die and they could literally kill their friends. We've never liked them. Apparently because Barb Jenkins talked some shit about Lorraine's pecan log recipe back in 83 and she's never forgiven her, fucking Barb has to die. So yeah, my optimism about the boomers doing the right thing is not exactly overflowing. I guess it isn't just the future of the planet they don't give a shit about. Ah, and not that this is entirely unwelcome news amongst a certain set of the population known for the dislike of boomers and their ability to launch a meme in a nanosecond. Because this morning on Twitter, I logged on to find the phrase boomer remover twin trending. You know what? You are mean boys who are just being mean. From the website meow.com, yeah, I'd never heard of it either. Quote, the new term is boomer remover. The term immediately went viral on Twitter after sports writer Bailey Carlin tweeted, I have been informed by a relative who is a middle school teacher that students are now referring to coronavirus as the boomer remover. 
The term seemed to be a harsher form of an upgrade to the phrase OK Boomer, which twinned at the end of last year, used to demiss or mock attitudes stereotypically attributed to the baby boomer generation. It also played on the fact that the fatality rate linked to the coronavirus is higher for people above the age of 50, unquote. And I would like to point out that those of us above the age of 50 are not boomers, we are Gen Xers. The youths proceeded to pile on, merrily slamming their elders with the kind of cruelty I once associated with the cheerleaders who called me the tubby camera dude. Yeah, Lisa, I heard you saying that. And on Twitter, they are saying, quote, I'm glad the boomer remover is twinning and literally only making boomers mad. They'll get mad and go on some insane tirade like, you must respect us. You should have taken away X because of Y because you were just ungrateful, etc. I don't care. LOL. Boo, hashtag boomer remover one user said while another commented commented quote then as shut the fuck up kid the adults are talking now now you're an ageist piece of shit stalling stop calling it boomer remover there is a contagious disease more common in the middle age called double standard unquote and then of course the olds got on twitter and did not see the humor in this hashtag at all I think that's funny. Quote, a large group of social media users did not see the humor in the new term and instead thought it was a tone deaf and rude. So sociality has hit an all-time low calling hashtag COVID-19 the boomer remover. You people should be ashamed of yourself and there will be a special place in hell for you guys, one of them said, unquote. And when I posted about this, a friend of mine noted that her Gen Z kids heard that it was being called the boomer doomer which i have to say is objectively funnier than boomer remover shit the kids should be fucking mad they are looking at being stuck with cleaning up all the shit the boomer generation left for them and which frankly we gen xers have mostly ignored after all the gen x meme for the disease is just the covid19 don't you see what i mean it means everything to the tune of come on eileen Honestly, my generation is fucking useless. I mean, we're fun to hang out with, but we're basically fucking useless. So let the kids have their fun busting ass about the boomers and the boomers' inability to recognize danger when they see it. Trust me, if they live through this, wait 40 years and whatever the name of the generation that has to deal with the millennials when they are in their 70s will have to hear far worse what with all the COVID-19 stories while they're trundling their elders out into the desert to be sacrificed to the sun gods to make the rains come. It'll be magnitude worse than the boomers. At least the boomers had good music and no one will ever say that the millennials had good music. Not even the sun gods. So I wish I had some advice I could give you to help you get your boomer parents to listen to you, to take the COVID seriously. I mean, I'm fortunate that my folks are scared shitless of it, just like I am, because there are some brains in my family. I guess we can just hope that Tom Hanks manages to convince the boomers that it's okay to admit that this is a real thing. 
kind of like when Magic Johnson, who fucks so many women that no one for a second thought he could ever possibly be gay, made straight people in the 90s believe that HIV was serious. Once again, the world turns to Tom Hanks, who has given us so much and is truly the best that we have to offer to suffer for our (laughs) sins and redeem our boomer parents. He may not be able to stop Fox News from spreading lies, but he just might be able to get your mom from fucking off on a cruise to the ICU via the Grand Bahamas on the Norwegian Corona Princess. So say a little prayer for Tom that he and Rita recover quickly and keep blessing us, their children, not Chet, because fuck Chet, for many, many more years to come. Praise Forrest, and may Joe the Volcano be with you always. Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why? And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, You've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, everything's peachy. Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving. Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of uh, Air Force One. Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast. 510 declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on 31 left. We have the most interesting, wild, and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That is it for our show this week. It has been a crazy, shitty week, and it's going to get crazier and shittier as it goes along. Fortunately for me, I'm sitting in the studio where I feel safe and ordering whiskey via an app because I never want to leave it again. Listen to your local health authorities, ignore the president, wash your hands, and listen to podcasts which are proven to keep others from getting too close to you because you're giggling at something only you can hear. That's not a medical fact. It's just something I observed on the subway. Rate and review, follow on Twitter, whatever. Take care of yourself, your family. Stay home if you're sick. Wash your fucking hands, you feel some little animal. I still catch people in the office bathroom not doing this. So for me, Dave, not over 60, but still at risk, Bledsoe, producer, I will be working from home forever. Gavin and all the fictional Gen Z mean girls on this show, we want to say, old man, take a look at your life and get your shit together. Your children are not mad, but they are disappointed. We'll see you all, hopefully, next week. for this, so I take a small bow.